0: Hello, Forever Family. My name's Shannon. I'm the Recovery Pastor. So we're in part four of Check Yourself. And today we're going to look at our self-care. Now, there are there are a few reasons why people really want to do self-care. The first thing is they really have to look at themselves, and that's hard. It doesn't matter what your addiction is. It could be drugs, alcohol, gambling, overeating, overspending. It doesn't matter. Whatever you do in gluttony. Whatever you do to numb emotions, that's an addiction. You know some people they run to the to an addiction to just relax, to escape, maybe to reward themselves. Maybe they feel like it's a form of self-medication. Oh I'm a, I'm a little bit on edge. I just need to go have some retail therapy. I can't tell you how many times I've heard somebody say that and I just want to go, oh, that's an addiction. That's nothing to joke about. But today we're going to talk about self-care. You know, recovery doesn't mean you're in denial. And recovery doesn't mean that you're not allowed to relax and, or reward yourself or just escape and, and have some quiet time. It means you need to find better ways to do this. So in order to do self-care, you're going to feel irritable. You're going to feel exhausted. You're going to feel discontent. But those feelings should not last long enough to where you feel like you need to escape. And let me say this loud and clear. Self-care is not selfish. Just in case you didn't hear me, self-care is not being selfish. Everybody needs downtime. Everybody needs to relax. And it's perfectly fine to reward yourself when you've made achievements. But just don't turn it into gluttony, which turns into addiction. Self-care is essential for your mental well-being. If you're not able to consciously take self-care time, then you will eventually pay for it. Your body will be run down physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. The scary part is when you get to that point, you're going to fall into a relapse. Self-care also does not mean taking fancy trips. It doesn't mean having a credit card with an unlimited spending amount and raising it through the roof. It doesn't mean that you shop so much that you have to have your packages sent to your house because your vehicle can't contain them. But it can start with healthy eating and healthy healthy sleep habits. That's the very first way to start self-care. Eat right, sleep right. Take out those gluttony foods. And don't stay up watching TV or being on your phone or being on social media until you can't fall asleep. You have to give your brain time to wind down. So by developing better habits, you actually end up being less tired. You actually end up being able to think more clearly. You know, a healthier lunch or a healthier dinner at the end of the day actually should help your body relax more. Because your body's not having to go through all that processed foods to digest it. So remember, hungry, that's one of the components of HALT that we talked about in episode one. Or part one. So, we have to find ways to relax mind body and spirit because when we're so tense then we tend to feel like everything is extremely wrong and very few things are right. We are we get to the point where we're so tense we can't even open up to any changes like we don't want new people around us. we don't want anything new. we can't handle adapting to anything new. Everything becomes so overwhelming. Sometimes you know we just need to sit down with some meditation music, some instrumental music, and just soak it in. I mean soak it in until you fall asleep if you have to. But reduce the stress on our bodies because that will open the door for a relapse if we leave the stress where it is. And remember, the first thing you have to do in recovery is you have to change your life. That's playgrounds, playmates, everything. Those things alone can bring instant stress. The tensions that can come up just by visiting those places because you remember the anxiety that someone had, it's enough to just make you spiral. So you have to start managing your time better. You have to leave the tension places behind. So let's go into our questions. So I want to ask yourself about the time that you actually spend relaxing, trying to unwind the healthy way. Remember, relaxation is not an option in recovery. You have to do self-care. It is essential. It is not selfish. And if anybody tells you it is, then I need you to step back from them. Because there's a part of their life where they haven't let go of the tension yet. And they're going to bring it into your life. So here's your questions. Now remember, four is absolutely always yes. Three is a little bit more than half. Two is eh, I'm in the middle of the ground on this one. I'm not sure. Uh, One is less than half, and zero is absolutely always no. So here's your questions. How often, and we're talking weekly, how often weekly do you eat healthy and sleep healthy? Next question. How many days a week do you practice some form of mind, body, and soul relaxation And this is where we were talking about the meditation music, the instrumental music, just sitting in the quiet. How many days a week do you practice that? How often do you celebrate those small victories, but you don't indulge in gluttony? How many days a week do you find fun in just being in a clean and sober environment? How many days a week do you have a a gratitude list which includes anything in your life that you have made achievements or have brought you great joy? How many times do you feel like you're actually being a good person? Like you're changing and people see you different? Remember, Keep your numbers. Keep a running total. If you see some numbers you want to change, you want them to be a little higher or a little lower, that's the area you need to focus on. So this is um, part four of Check Yourself. So until next time, speak life, be a blessing. Put your faith feet into action to cause a ripple effect. Until next time, much agape, everybody.